What do, what, what do virgins talk about? Um, the topic lined up for today. How? Okay, so first off, we got to give the explanation. Why, why, fellas in Paris? Why are we doing Paris? Uh, quite simply because it was my 18th birthday and Fellas in Paris by Kanye West was playing and I was like, so much to make a podcast of this. We're going to skate to one song, one song only. Also, I That's thought it was one. also because you hate Paris. I thought it's because you hate also, Paris. Also, because I do hate Paris also. Paris is a terrible place. Yeah. I'm talking about why, why do you hate Paris? I don't Paris? know how it looks. Why do you hate it's Paris just, so much? There's just something in me that does not like Paris as a political structure. I'm not going to go on any uh, racial theory here because now is not the time nor the place. Uh, okay. <laughs> but again, I just, whenever people think of Europe, I always think like, Paris is like, is kind of like the Chicago of all of Europe, where it's technically one of the big cities, but it's like one of the worst. Or New I York see. City, New York City, where it's made to be this great thing, but it's absolutely terrible. I would hate to be in New York City. There's actually a lot of similarities between New York City and Paris. Like the main thing I want to say willingly is... Live, no one willingly wants to live in the city, all right? There's a reason why everyone's I mean, fleeing the cities. Uh... I mean, that's where all the jobs are. Like, Yeah, you're only there because you want to get a job. That's the only reason why. Yeah, the only reason, yeah, you're right. The only reason you want to live in the city's career, that's it. Like, everyone moves to L.A. because that's where, like, Hollywood is. And that's where if they want a career in entertainment, they'll just go to L.A. Like, everyone does that. Or if they want to go into fashion, like, that's, that's all L.A. So let's say you want to start your own, like, merch brand or your own, like, you know, clothing brand. Or line, you go to LA and you figure it out. Basically, it's either that or New York. But like, it's slowly been shying away from New York, and so it's becoming more and more common to go to LA instead because it's because it's hotter over there and it, there's no snow, and people don't want to deal with snow apparently. And the taxes and the people also. Yeah, I well, I mean, any person, taxes are pretty are high in both terrible. New York and LA, though. It's not just like yeah, but New York City in particular, I've been hearing. Is becoming I more. High. Becoming I mean, I, I heard not too long ago, back when like the riots were happening, uh, New York City was declared an anarchist state, whatever that means. So, I mean, yeah, I guess. But like, also, um, where I was, where I was saying, oh yeah, Paris. So New York and Paris are a lot more common than people think. Have you ever been to uh, Paris? I haven't been to Paris, but I've been to New York, and I've been the thing, to my, the thing. What what I hear because like I have. I have friends that have been to Paris, right? And and I, I tell them about my experiences in New York, and they've told me about their experiences in Paris. And the main similarity is that there's trash all over the place. Like, like New York has a terrible, terrible system when it comes to, like, garbage pickup. Like, people have, like, you have all these massive... The main reason is there's no space to keep all your garbage cans and all your trash bags. And on top of that, you have, like, no one coming to pick it up. So you have trash, like, all over the streets, basically. And it's kind of the same issue in Paris. Like, there's not enough space to, like, have trash cans. And they don't have a good system of garbage pickup. So there's just trash all over the streets, all over. And it, and it smells awful. Like, New York, like, it will sometimes smell putrid. Like, the subways, especially. Oh, God, it smells awful down there. Sounds Paris awful. is similar as well. It smells disgusting. Yeah. Paris is also the same thing. Or it's, like, 
it, it's it's disgusting when it comes to like garbage like the city mostly is like basically covered in trash so i mean that's, that's a pretty terrible. good only europeans could guide them to his rome and rome is actually really nice I'm, i was surprised given the fact that it's a city and it's a it's big like, city yeah. well i mean it's because like rome i feel like rome is is like always been one of those like like cultural cities you know because like politically speaking you know rome fizzled out at some point and they weren't, you know, Under dominating the world. Lady, I think. Yeah, they weren't, like, the dominating empire of the world anymore. And it's, like, but, like, all the, like, knowledge and culture that was left behind, it was still there in Rome. So I think mainly because it, there was, like, education and, like, culture left in Rome, it was just kind of, like, it was easier to just, like, do upkeep and stuff and keep it cleaner and nicer. It's not just, like, it's not just, like, 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 a, like, like a... What you call it? They're like, not like, like slums like, that people. They're not like slums that people live in, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like Brazil. <laughs> like Brazil. Oh, Brazil. Want to know another similarity between France and Brazil? Like, there's a similarity oh, that I can make here. Sure. The, age of, the okay. age of consent. The age of consent. No, yeah, I guess it's like, fitting given the fact that this uh this episode is virgins and pairs. Yeah, I mean it's fitting because it has to do with children, you know, minors. And them not being virgins anymore. So, uh, I'm aware that you actually are a professional virgin yourself. Uh, I, 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 um, yeah, I wear, I wear, I wear, I wear a chastity ring. I'm a pure, I'm a, I'm a professional virgin. I'm a professional virgin. It's not even oh. just a chastity ring because I wouldn't hate on you for a chastity ring. It's an yeah, anime but it's chastity anime ring. One, so it's like double chastity, you know what I mean? So it's, it's like, like double repelling effect. It's it's like wearing three layers of clothes. Three exactly. layers of the exact same clothes. Exactly. But the like, thing is that like it's like really cold out there though. So you, it's it's not that bad of an idea to wear like three sweaters, you know? It's not a terrible no, idea. No, that's a terrible idea. Have you ever worn three sweaters in winter? I have. Yes. That's, I've done it and it I've su- okay, okay. It sucks when it gets wet. It sucks when it gets wet, but yeah, but it gets wet from your sweat. Well, yeah, the bottom one does, and then it gets all moist. I, I know. know. I have the same yeah. jacket that I wore in Rome, and I use it as my winter jacket. I only use my jacket to protect myself from the wind, so I guess I get hotter when there isn't. I mean, food. here's the thing about me and clothes. It's like I have like been wearing the same like red sweater since like fifth grade. Like I got. I got like my little one of my sweaters in fifth grade and I still wear it today. And I have a lot of clothes like that where it's like I keep wearing them if they still fit me. Like that's the only quality because like it's comfy. That's why a lot of them are really comfy. It's understandable. It's like I, I don't because I because like, OK, like I'll give you an example. We have a friend of ours, right, who who like who's very he's a bit of a fashion snob, right? He does a lot of clothes shopping. He has a lot of fits and styles, you know, and it's like I, I, I can kind of get it, but not really because. Like, why would you need to buy so many clothes if you just have like a couple of good outfits? Like, like I mean, I have again. I don't. I don't really go clothes shopping that often because I'm comfortable with the small amount of clothes I already have, and that's a lot. Okay, I already have a lot too. So, I mean, uh, speaking of Paris and uh, fashion, salam alaikum oh. to all my Muslim uh, Ramadan observers, because apparently yeah. that's going on. Yeah. Also, yeah. I know exactly which one you're talking about. By yeah, the way. there's the whole hijab thing going on. Oh, on the top. No, I'm not talking about the hijab. I'm talking about what's called the uh, the friend. But yeah, the hijab too. Yeah, it's like 
yeah, since we were talking about Paris and and since modesty's well, closest are gonna to take over Paris, that's what I'm saying. Because they're the only yeah. ones having kids. Exactly. It's just the exactly. natural class. And it's not a terrible idea either because, like, France is kind of supporting the idea of the destruction of the family unit. Like, I was on Twitter, right, during class. Uh, I was just, like, scrolling through my Twitter feed. And if you if you don't know, I, I kind of, like, watched Juan Head religiously, mainly because I'd like to observe what, like, you know, hard left people, like, extremist left people, like, their ideology, uh, their yeah, rationale, very how they're thinking. If I do say so, myself. so it's yeah, like, continue. it's like... Yeah, so, like, I just want to see, like, what Shu's argument or her take on, like, socialism is and stuff like that. And I just want and, like, I, that's why I basically watch her religiously. So I was watching her feud with this other political YouTuber. His name is, uh, his name is, uh, what's his face? Uh, Sage of Akkad. And he's kind of, like, the right wing. He's, like, the, he's, like, the opposite to Shu. He's, like, the right wing. And they're having an argument about the destruction of the family unit. And it just kind of, it, 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 it like, it stuck with me how, like, from, like, how he, he put up this really good argument that, like, you know, you claim to support the family unit and support family, yet you can't really take a leftist kind of argument or basis or stand against, you know, the family unit. You always, or to support the family unit, you always have to take like a conservative approach because there's no other way to really do it. And she just kind of was like getting frustrated in her feed, basically. Like that's, she just couldn't like, so, I mean, the thing about Muslims in, in Paris is that since they're the only ones having kids, they're the only ones with the family unit still. Like they still, yeah. they're the ones with stable families. And the problem is when you have stable families, you have stronger, you know, their kids are a lot more mentally stable, right? Like there's, there's less mental disease and there's less mental disorders. There's less like depression and stuff because you have kids that are getting raised, right? You have kids that are growing up in stable households. And like when you have all these other, you know, all the normal French people, right? That aren't Muslim, they're, or that are atheists for atheists, for example, they don't really have that stability, like on average, like if we look at statistically, they might have a couple that might work out, but usually they don't work out and you have a high divorce rate and you have broken families and you don't have a family unit. And so you have weak people that emerge, people that weak are that are weak mentally, that have that are mentally that have mental disorders that are depressed and that aren't as strong or or um, how do you say like like, you know, capable people versus like they're not as capable as the ones that come from stable families. So what it's, I, I kind of understand where they're coming from they want to stop this whole entire idea of of the family unit because then they'll eventually have like muslim politicians taking over because they'll be the only ones capable enough to run france so like they're the only ones that I aren't going to be on like would not go that far, but i suppose that's an interesting take uh, it's like, it's like speaking yeah, of that's my take it's like hold on, hold they're on, the only on, ones that aren't going to be on antidepressants anymore let me let me remind you of something i do remember you saying yesterday though that you had your physical uh can you tell us how that oh went? yeah I, I had to get a as, physical a, as a virgin muslim man yourself who had yeah. a physical like and a the woman. doctor was a woman she was yeah, like so a, tell us how that know, she's like in her 60s like she was fairly old too so oh i don't know if that's better or worse because if it's a younger woman, i mean I, no i feel like I, okay i think it's better because that way it's like it's not as it's not as bad in my opinion okay because all right Let's say, for example, it's hold on, hold on. Let me just say this is a radical, I guess, explanation, or one yeah. viewer out there can either take it or leave it. Uh, I'd rather get my physical done by a man only because I'm not as comfortable with a woman. Okay, I, that's like, not that radical. If, I have an attractive one. If it's an attractive woman, and she's touching you done. down there, yeah, if she's touching you down there, and you get an erection, 
you have any idea how awkward that's gonna be? Yeah, a guy would just be like, "Oh, okay, cool," and he just keep moving on like nothing I mean, ever happened. But to be fair, I'm not I'm not attracted to men, so I don't think it would. If it went up, then at least a guy would understand again. But if it's a woman and it went up, she there are many things it could be. She would think either because would not you're, yeah she's touching you or because you're attracted to her, and that would just be it's like not worse I, than hiding I, a boner class. It's I I kind Anyways, of have the same continue idea. with your experience. Yeah, I I'd always rather have a male doctor do my physical than a female doctor any day, like always. But in this in this instance, I I couldn't I I didn't I couldn't choose the doctor since she was the only doctor that could do it. So anyway, uh yeah. So basically, she did all like the normal physical stuff: check my heartbeat, you know, check my breathing, check my muscle reflexes, and all that. And then she told me to lay down or whatever. And then she basically said she needs to like you know check my pulse down there or whatever you know like in your inner thigh. And then she does the thing where in she like cups your balls. Also? Yeah, like your aorta. Yeah. Yeah. And then she also like you know does the thing where you have to cough or whatever down there. No. Yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So she did that. Um. Also, weird thing. Her kids used to go to Northridge. That's that's another weird thing. Really. Uh, yeah. Her, her kids What's used to thing? go. To, uh, I forgot the doctor's name because I don't remember the doctor's name. But she, her kids used to go north. like six years ago or something. Like they graduated like a long time ago. Did but... you know her kids? Because that would be awkward. Because you could just say that would mom be hilarious if I knew her. If I knew her kids, like because and then <laughs> if you got an erection, it would be even funnier. Because then we went to my high school. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. No. Uh. I mean, it was just kind of like. Like, it was just kind of like, I wasn't even looking at her because I was lying down and she made me lie down and she just kind of like, you know, shoved it down there and then just like checked. Like, she didn't even like pull my pants down or anything. She just kind of checked down there and she's like, all right, you're good. And she was done in like two seconds. I mean, I could feel like the cold, like she was wearing gloves. So it's like, I could feel the, the like yeah. cold fingers or whatever. And that was a little uncomfortable. But other than that, it was like, I was done fairly quickly. So it, it didn't traumatize me per se, since that was the first time I've ever had like a woman do that. So I was just like, really? it traumatized me. Yeah. And see, listen, this is my last experience. So you know how I'm very ticklish? Like a yeah. dog could tickle me to lick my arm even, or even my hands. Yeah. So I had a woman give me my physical. I didn't have her, I suppose. She was the only one there. So when she gave me my physical, I began to giggle so much. And I, be- I actually, I crouched over. I like balled up. Start almost laughing hysterically. Time. And I accidentally hit her. It was terrible. <laughs> I would never laugh so hard. I'm not going to say I was embarrassed because I warned her beforehand, but I definitely did feel like I lost something there. Yeah, there was a part of me that just kind of was like, yeah, this is happening. It was awful. Yeah, no, I get it. Well, I mean, I guess that's... I don't think you really get it unless you laugh when a woman is giving you a physical... (laughs) Uh, I didn't laugh. I just kept a straight face because that's I was just uncomfortable. I had to look up because I kept on laughing. I just like didn't do any. Like I just didn't think or feel anything. Like I just was like, okay, just I'm gonna let it happen, and then it's gonna be over, and everything's gonna be fine after, hopefully. Yeah. Speaking of virgins, you and I, being both professional virgins, uh, again, it was fun on my birthday. I still have that sex. Oh, that right. So we'll wrap it up with the last story. Yeah. So, of course. All right, viewers. Basically, 
uh, it was Christos's 18th birthday, and we 18 yesterday. Uh, we this is Saturday. We were so since he was 18, it's like we want he wanted to go buy fireworks, so we drove off and we were driving. And this we was driving. also like Saturday, like five days ago, six days ago, I think. Yeah, this, this was last Saturday. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was recent. fairly recent. It's fairly recent. And we were driving up to go get fireworks. We get to the fireworks stop. It's closed. But on our way there, uh, there's this adult video store, okay? And Christos goes, you know, I've always wanted to know, see what's it like inside an adult video store. Like, I always pass by it, like, whenever I'm going anywhere. Like, it's right off the highway. And I've always wanted to see what, what's actually inside of it. So he's like, you know what? Let's stop by it. And so since we come back from the fireworks place, it, it was closed. So we go, we go to the adult video store. We park up in the lot. It was me, Christos, and two of our other friends. And two of our other friends, uh, they didn't have their IDs or, like, they weren't 18 or whatever. So it was just me and Christos. And Christos didn't want to go in alone because it's like he, couldn't, he wasn't comfortable walking into an adult video store all by himself. So I went in with him. And so me and him, we, walk, we, we put on our masks, we go inside. And turns out it wasn't an adult video store anymore because, you know, porn is online now and you can just watch porn online. Like, why would you need to, like, rent out DVDs or buy stuff anymore? Like, no one no one pays for porn. That's insane. But of course, as a good Muslim man, you don't do that, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, we went inside and it was just it was basically like another it was like a sex. It was just like a sex shop, basically. Like they had dildos and and nipple cream and uh and power pumps. Dude, I didn't even see that much. I just looked handcuffs. at handcuffs. Prop, and I just, I just went like right they had, they, had like a, they had like shelves upon shelves filled to the brim with dildos. And it was just like, and then they asked to see our ID and they like scanned it and then they let us in or whatever. And apparently since Chris, it was Christos's birthday, he got a, he, he was supposed to get a 15% discount. I never which, got it though. He never got That's it. Issue. <laughs> but we did end up buying something. So at the I end, ended like, up buying something because it was so awkward for the both of us just standing there. Yeah, just like not getting. We had to get something. So at the all the way like all the way across the end of the store in the back of the store, we saw that there was a small shelf and we saw that there was writing crops. And there's a running there's like a running gag, there's a running joke amongst us about a writing crop because it like accidentally got mixed up with our props in theater or whatever at the theater. So we like the writing crops like an iconic inside joke for us. So it's like okay. Let's just buy a writing crop, you know, and then leave. So we go there and we buy the writing crop. And then it's it's like a really sturdy writing. This writing crop had like a novel written on the back of it, too. Like it wasn't just. Oh, it was terrible. It was hold on. Just when like you were the, buying the like writing crop. Hold on. Hold on. When you were buying the writing crop, the woman. And just keep in mind, uh, I guess this is everywhere. I, I only know from one experience is that the cashiers are. Oh, Plus plus size woman, if you catch my drift. Plus right. sized. They're they're a very big woman. They are very large woman. So as soon as I went up there, I was all like, "All right, I'm ready to pay." She was all like, "Cash or credit?" Obviously, I'm not an idiot, so I did cash. Yeah. And so <laughs> she was like, "Is this all you're gonna buy?" And I said, "That's all I need." And uh, I said it was the best thing <laughs> in the store that they had to offer. And then she and I had this uh, a good five minutes talk of what was the best thing to use. I obviously supported the the writing crop. writing crop and she was all like you better use it to smack someone i was like oh i intend to oh, and i looking back on it you and i being both men me going in there for my birthday getting a writing crop telling her looking her in the eyes and saying that i intend to use it was probably uh one of the 
most unintentionally, the gayest things I've done. No, that, yeah, seeing two guys walk in and then walk out with the riding crop, I mean, I don't know, Chief. <laughs> it's pretty sus to me. We were both together. It was, it was an interesting experience. I, I never want to go back there. That's exactly what was going through her head. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. When people have, like, perverted minds like that, see two guys walk in, walk out with their they know exactly what's going on. They, that's, that's their conclusion but immediately. The issue is they don't know because she's wrong. Yeah, she's wrong. I've only obviously. used this on mobile. Yeah. So, yeah, Peter told me Can we got back. And then, Can you hear this you get Peter, like, we're upstairs. Me and Charles are talking, and then you, like, take Peter away so you can show him the riding crop. And then he comes back, like, traumatized. Like, he looks dead Dude, on the it's inside. So scary. It's so Can you hear this? Hold on. Can you hear this? I can hear it. I can hear it. I can hear it. Ah, it kind of hurts. It kind of stings oh. a little. I'm just moving my hand. I'm like, Peter, Peter, what's wrong? And he's like, he's like, I walk in. And Mo was just shirtless, and Christos was whipping him with the writing crop. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah I think that's a good uh, point that's to a end good off on. That's a good place to end, yeah. So that ends, like, the first episode of Fellas in Paris. Fellas in Paris. Fellas in Paris. Yeah, that ends yeah. the first episode of Fellas in Paris. If you guys want more, please drop. you guys can drop comments in our socials. DM us. Or in the comments Follow section at if it goes on lot. YouTube. At the six lot on Instagram. Yeah, or at uh, at the Donish Kadri. Uh, send us whatever you need, whatever you want to hear, and we'll probably talk about it. We'll, we'll try to get more people on the show. But yeah, I guess bye. Yeah. See ya. Till next time. We're gonna skate to one song, one song only. <laughs>
Was Louis my killer? Was drugs my dealer? What's that jacket, Margiela? Doctors say I'm the illest, cause I'm suffering from realness. Got my niggas in Paris, and they going gorillas, huh? I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's Gets gross. the people going. Call so hard, motherfuckers wanna find me. Don't let me into my zone. I'm definitely in my zone. 